But that's a good lesson for us because we're supposed to practice before we go out into life. Amen? Practice the Word of God so that you can exercise it. Amen? It was so good to see you guys and hear you worship the Lord, as uh, Richard was saying. Let's just take a moment and let the Lord touch our hearts right now and know that he loves his men. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing here. I thank you, Father, that you change our lives from the inside out, that we come to get a new heart, to be transformed, to overcome situations in our life because you have made us to be victorious, to overcome, and to be more than conquerors. Amen? Oh, that sounds so good, doesn't it? More than conquerors, overcomers, right? Pastor Gary, that's what you preach, right? <laughs> Pastor, I like Pastor Gary when he comes to preach. He doesn't come and say, okay, you know, guys, uh, lift up your Bibles and let's just try to serve the Lord with all of our hearts and minds. And no, he comes and says, all right, hallelujah, I'm here, amen? And the Lord is here with me, praise God, amen. So we're going to look at four, uh, a scripture with four different uh, um, instructions in it, and then we're going to talk about it. It's just going to be me preaching because you can get that anytime. But let's look at this. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 through 14. Do you know what it says, Pastor Gary? 16, verses 13 through 14, right up there. On, on the, see, Pastor Gary and I, we used to, we used to uh, you know, uh, quiz each other. You know, we'd say the scripture, where is it? Or they, we'd say it and skip a word. And wh what's the word that goes into it? Because you have to study to show yourself approved unto God. You have to have it inside of you, amen? He told me when he first got saved, that's all he did was memorize Scripture over and over and over again. Not only him, he made his wife memorize the Scripture, too. She said, oh, husband, leave me alone. No, we're going to learn the Scriptures. Praise God. Amen. So let's look at this. 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 through 14 says, Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. And do everything in love. There's four instructions there. Let's look at it as it's broken down. Be on guard. What does that mean, ladies, gentlemen? <laughs> There's no ladies here. I'm sorry. Gentlemen, be on guard. That means to watch your mind, watch your heart, watch your eyes, what you see, what you take in, what you listen to. Be on guard. The Bible says what? Out of the heart flow the issues of life. In your heart are the things that are going to come out and manifest in your actions. Praise God. Jesus said... Out of a heart proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, those kinds of things. We have to be careful to not let things infiltrate our hearts and our minds. The Bible says, guard your heart with all what? Diligence. Be mindful. You can't coast. You can't just say, oh, everything's okay, and, and then, you know, turn it, tune into something on your internet or watch something on TV. It infiltrates. It changes your heart and your mind and what you think and what you do. Big example of that is Urban Meyer. Anybody been reading about Urban Meyer? You're you follow sports, right? <laughs> they said, "What in the world were you thinking?" Here he is, a three-time. I'll tell you the story. Three-time, four-time national championship. Really? Two in Ohio, M Miami, and Florida. Okay, oh, four. Four-time national champion. Then he went into the pros, and he lost, he lost four games in a row, so foreign to him. So to get relief, 
he went to a bar, his own bar, his own restaurant, and this girl is doing like a lap dance, on, you know, in him, on him, and, and he's grabbing her, and guess what? Just somebody happened to be filming this. Oh, are you Urban Meyer? Oh, looky here. And she put it on the internet, and now he's in trouble. But you know, these iPhone, he, with the management, with, with the owners, with the uh, players, his family, not to mention his family. He had to go back to his wife. What were you, th what were you doing with that girl, for crying out loud? And so with the iPhone, now everybody can see what you're doing. But guess what? Even before the iPhone, God knew what you were doing. Now, this was an end result of things that have been built up in his life. God knows what he was watching. God knows who he was talking to. And all of a sudden, he's doing things that he's not supposed to be doing. Pastor Gary and I can tell you we know pastors, yay, even men of God that have fallen because they've been tripped up because they didn't address the things that are in their heart. They have to know that, you know, even the little small seed that's in there, if you don't attend to it, you know, what did Paul say? I crucify myself daily. Daily. So we have to be mindful of that. It starts with something small, and then it will build. So no one is immune, no matter how spiritual you are. No one is uh, exempt. The devil is out to get you. So we have to be on guard. Secondly, stand firm in the faith. Uh, I, I wanted to read a scripture, okay? I, I forgot the scripture. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 3. Every one of you should know how to what? Possess your vessel in sanctification and honor. Am I yelling? <laughs> you should know You should know how to keep your body under. Because they said to Urban Meyer, if you can't control your own body, how are you going to control this team? How, how are they going to look up to you when you say things? You have no authority. You have no uh, uh, credibility. So we have to know how to possess our vessel. Pure thoughts, pure actions, and it's constantly. For men, you know, what we see is what tempts us. The Bible says what? If you look at a woman to lust after, it says it's, it's, it's as if you have already done it. So I found a solution. Don't look at, any, don't look at these ladies. Amen? We, you know, we live in California, and everybody's, you know, skimply dressed and walking around and doing crazy things. And, and we're in Hollywood, but you go to Nebraska, they don't dress that way. <laughs> Everybody's got their coats and they're bundled up and everything bent, bun on their hair. You know, there's no temptation. But we, as men, have to be aware of that. Secondly, stand firm in the faith. That means you have to be determined. You have to be settled that what God has promised you will surely come to pass. Amen? Whether, what are you standing for? Your health, your finances, your family, to have them be in health. I, I, I admire Brother Bob. His wife is going through some medical situations. And he's standing firm, believing that she's going to be delivered. He brings her to, to prayer every Wednesday night. And he says she's getting better and better every week. Not instantaneously, but God is bringing his spirit to change her on the inner, inner, inner person. We, we had a first-time visitor at, at uh, Wednesday Bible study and prayer. She said, I just feel the presence of the Lord here. You don't get that in every church. I'm so glad. I'm going to come back next week. Praise God. So men, the Bible says men ought to, once in a while, when you're in trouble, pray. No, 
always, 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 always pray and not, what? Not grow faint, lose heart, and give up. So he, why would he put that in the Bible? Because there's a temptation to give up, to lose heart, to, to, to give up and, and, and to faint and, and say it's not going to happen. But we have to stay steadfast. I, I like <laughs> Brother Joe. <laughs> his wife, when we had the uh, picnic here, his wife lost her, her cell phone. And so they called me and they said, can you find the cell phone? I'm looking all around. I don't see it. They have a, I guess they have a radar thing where you can find out that your phone is in the area. So she said, it's in the area somewhere. He said, I'm gonna, it, it, maybe it's in the trash. I said, well, no, you know, no one's going to set foot in the trash. I mean, who's going to go in the trash? To, but, but Joe did for his wife. He stood firm and believed that he's going to find it. He went through every bag pulling things out, and the very last bag he found it, and he raised his hand up and, like he won the, the Olympics. Hey, I got it. All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Stand firm in the, in the faith. Second, uh, third, be men of courage. Be strong. You know, you can't make yourself strong. Only God can make it on the inside of you. He told Joshua, meditate in my word day and night. Be strong and very courageous. We're, we're not man-made men. We're God-made men. Amen? God imparts to us the, the way to be strong and victorious. And so it says, grow up in your faith. That means every day you get better and better. When you see God work, then you, you remember it, and you say, God, you did it for me here. I know you're going to do it for me there. It, it's just as simple as that. You build up on your ho most holy faith. And then finally it says, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Not your might, his might. So many times I have to just back off and say, okay, Lord, you can handle that. You know, I'm going I'm to let you, I'm going to cast the care of it upon you. That's having faith in God, not faith in yourself. Amen? Okay, now here's one. I'm, I'm, this is a, a finale, and I think you're going to like it. Then we're going to ask you some questions. It says, do everything in love. <laughs> now, <laughs> most men are not that way. They don't think, I'm going to walk in love, right? I'm going to tell my wife what to do. I'm going to tell my kids what to do. I'm going to tell my employees what to do. I'm going to tell my band members what to do. No, the Bible says what? Do everything in love. Be courteous. Be kind. Be gentle. Right? Now, here's, here's a scripture. I don't know if anybody ever saw this before. It says, it's the kindness of man that makes a man attractive. It's his kindness. Right? The Bible says that Moses was the meekest of all men on the face of the earth. And Jesus said, the meek shall inherit the earth. Meek doesn't mean weak. Meek means listening to the voice of the Lord, listening to his instructions, and following it. Jesus said what? I only do those things I see my father do. I only do those things that he's already done. So we're not even, we're not even of ourselves. We're trying to fulfill the word of God in the people that we're in contact with. Praise the Lord. Now, my, my son took a uh, spiritual gift test, and uh, surprisingly, and he was even surprised, his number one gift was giving. He's a giver. You have to have a good heart to want to give. He gave. He gives to people. He thinks of ways of, to give to people. So we have to be uh, loving, kind, courteous, you know, to everybody. And I have to check myself. Sometimes I get a little frustrated, especially these guys that come to the door and they want to sell you something. And I, I'm a salesman. I used to be a salesman. And they start doing the pitch. And I go, no, I don't know. We don't want any. My wife says, can't you be nice to them? I go, they don't know nice. <laughs> they either know yes or no. 
And they, they don't take one no. You got to keep saying no, 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 no. And so she said, well, just listen to him. Listen to them. I said, okay. So I listened to him. He said, well, we're going to set you up with an appointment for another guy to come in and strong arm you. I mean, to teach you or, you know, give you some things to think about. And so they came in and they talked for a half hour or whatever. We went around the house, looked at it all. And I said, well, frankly, boys, I'm really not interested. The only reason why I'm here and listening to you is because my wife said, be nice to you. Said, oh, you don't have to be that honest. You know, <laughs> I go, well, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I'm not interested. And then they kept talking, talking. I said, I really, I'm not interested. It's like Reggie Jackson. Remember Reggie Jackson? <laughs> he, Billy Martin gave him the bunt sign, and he ignored it and hit a home run. And he came back in the dugout, and Billy Martin benched him. But uh, so, so now they have signs for, for Reggie, like, this is bunt. This is really bunt. <laughs> really, I mean bunt. You know. <laughs> so, but we have to do. And I was loving to these guys, and I had to listen. I had to be patient. Love endures long and is patient and kind. So those are the things that we have to do to be a godlike man. What are they? Be on guard. Watch what you see. Watch what you hear. Uh, stand firm in the faith. Be strong. Don't give up. Continue in the faith. And be of courage. Be a cur courage. You know, courage means that in the face of adversity, you continue on. You, you don't give up. You don't say, it's too hard for me. No, you, you let the Lord fight your battles. And then, lastly, do everything in love. So we have four questions here. And I'm going to ask you. So the questions are, what things try to infiltrate your heart and mind? Where do you have to stand firm in the faith? When do you have to be strong and of good courage? And what challenges do you have in walking in love? So we're going to cut out the, the video of this, and we're going to let you guys talk. So which one of those can we have you share? Because, you know, men have, men have similar...